All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Pass the Rock Podcast. It's a great day here in Lubbock, Texas. Not too chilly, not too hot. It's not sunny, though, so the weather is not really appealing to my eye. But today, we're going to be addressing all things NFL Draft. The NFL Draft is coming up in a couple of weeks, April 29th to the to May 1st. And um, obviously, most people are going to lose their focus, their focus after the first round of the NFL Draft. But I think everyone should keep watching, or after the first day, actually. But everyone should keep watching. There's a lot of sleepers in this draft. But today, I'm not going to be addressing sleepers, necessarily. I have a very specific uh, topic to address, specifically towards a quarterback, and that quarterback is Justin Fields. Before I get to that, I definitely want y'all to go check out my past video on March Madness and the final championship that happened last week, Monday. And as well, I also covered about Coach Beard and him moving to UT. Y'all make sure to go check that below after this video. But anyways, with that being said, let's get right into today's topic. So if y'all watch, if y'all haven't, first of all, y'all make sure to go watch the video on my top five NFL offensive draft prospects and before the draft I'll also be dropping my top five defensive draft prospects so y'all make sure to check out for that um so my biggest thing with this year's draft is I don't understand exactly why Justin Fields draft stock is fluctuating personally Justin Field if I'm talking from a from a standpoint of if I was an owner and I'm talking about from the standpoint of what I want to see a quarterback do I could argue that I would pick Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, everyone thinks that's probably outrageous because Trevor Lawrence is the obvious favorite of the draft because of his talent. Obviously, he's not boosted at all. He's the number one prospect. But besides Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, and even even uh, even the the Alabama quarterback is actually being taken over Justin Fields right now? Well, at least depending on what team you're talking to or what, whatever draft prospects you're looking at. So we're talking about Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, all being projected over, over Justin Fields. And my biggest confusion with that is I don't understand why that's even being entertained. Justin Fields is literally one of the best quarterbacks in the draft. I personally believe Justin Fields is better than Zach Wilson. With no doubt, I think he's better than Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and Mac Jones. When you look at his talent, when you look at his pro day, he threw a 64- to 63-yard bomb to a wide receiver off his back foot on the run. That is something that you don't really see a lot of quarterbacks doing. Now, First of all, here's my disclaimer before anyone comes at me. I'm not saying Trey Lance or Zach Wilson or Mac Jones are not good quarterbacks. They are very talented quarterbacks. They all deserve – all these five quarterbacks should should be taken after the top – like should be taken in top 10 at the most top 15, you know, because of team needs. But I am trying to understand why Justin Fields is fluctuating in this draft projection. Justin Fields should not be fluctuating right now. He should be an obvious number two quarterback coming out of this year's draft. When you look at the way he plays the game of football, he's tough. He's, he has leadership. He has vision. He has speed. He has strength. He has arm strength. So he has accuracy. 
what do what else do you want from a quarterback? What do you what do you want him to do? Like that's that, that's that's what I don't understand. What else do you want from a quarterback? Why 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 is he being overlooked? Right now, he's probably gonna go to the Falcons, but my confusion is he's going to the Falcons, projected to go to the Falcons under Zach Wilson. Look, watch watch the tapes. Watch everything. When you look at Trevor Lawrence right now, I mean Excuse me, when you look at Justin Fields right now, he is everything that you want out of a quarterback. He has a size. He's 6'3", about 215, 220 pounds. He has speed. He ran an impressive 4-4 in his pro day combine or in the combine. He, had, he has agility. He has good decision. He has leadership. But just like Stephen A. Smith had kind of addressed on TV, it's 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 not it's nothing to kind of you know if if we actually don't address this and look at it the way it is then we're probably just lying to ourselves. At the end of the day, it's still under that stereotype of the black quarterback. When you look at a lot of a lot of black quarterbacks, a lot of them were actually under underestimated. Um, except the likes of Patrick Mahomes. Even Patrick Mahomes coming into, the, coming into the NFL, he got drafted, I believe, 16 overall. He didn't start his first year. He's now, one of the, he's now the best quarterback in the league. Lamar Jackson coming out of college did not get drafted until the very last pick in the first round. We're talking about a Heisman winner. And Heisman winner did not get drafted to, till the 31st pick in the draft. That's one. And then... There were talks about Lamar Jackson switching positions to wide receiver. It all falls under the stereotype of a black quarterback. A lot of teams, you know, they a lot, a lot of teams will pick a traditional white quarterback as everyone is seeing, what people are used to historically above a black quarterback. As as wild and as crazy as it sounds, it's actually very 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 true. We see it happen every year we see it happen on different teams we see team quarterbacks getting you know getting benched quarterbacks not getting enough playing time quarterbacks switching their positions quarterback not even getting the opportunity to play the position that they want to play now when you look at the situation with Justin Herbert and Tyrod Taylor obviously I I I voiced out in past episodes of how I definitely think that um Justin Herbert was one of the ta- uh, most talented quarterbacks in that class, and I underestimated him. He definitely wowed me this year. But when you look at it, when you look at the, circ- the when you look at the circumstance in which he started last year, it's kind of very like fishy. It's very there's something 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 doesn't seem right about that. Because think about it, you have Tyra Taylor get he accidentally gets punctured in the lungs by the team doctor, and all of a sudden, your traditional white quarterback is starting right next to that. So, I mean, I'm not... It, it, it doesn't take too much for you to understand that it is. It, it, it does have something to do with race. The reason why Justin Fields is not starting. Uh, Justin Fields is not being projected as high. Beyond question, everybody knows Justin Fields is right, is right next to Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence can go can go neck to neck. We saw them play against each other during the college football playoffs this past year. You saw what Justin Fields could do. Only so many quarterbacks who get hit in the ribs and come back and play the rest of the game. He got hit in the ribs, directly in the ribs. 
with a helmet straight to his ribs. He played the whole game. I don't know. I don't know. For those who've never thrown a football before, when you throw a football, I'm pretty sure your ribs get involved in that. Like, you, you, I mean, you twist your body around when you throw a football. So it's going to hurt right here. And he played the rest of that game with his ribs wrapped up. Obviously, he couldn't, he couldn't be as mobile because he didn't want to get hit. But he played the rest of that game and won and still threw touchdowns on that injury. If his toughness is not admirable by so many teams, something is actually wrong. And I definitely believe if you don't pick Justin Fields for the draft this year, you will ultimately regret it. And I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see what happens. I, I definitely think Justin Fields should easily easily be the second quarterback picked up the board. Look at his stats. Look at his, look at his accolades. Look at the things he's done over the years. He played seven games, and he made sure those seven games counted this past season in the regular season, took them to the playoffs, went to the national championships, and still put up a fight against the favorite Alabama, who obviously eventually won. Who eventually, who obviously eventually won the championship, but it doesn't change the fact that Justin Fields should easily, easily be the one being talked about. When you look at his footwork, when you look at how he plays, when you look at the, th- the things he does in the field, when you look at what, what he knows, that's just his, his IQ about football is, is actually, is, you know, it's, it's out of this world. Just like I said, watching him from QB1 Beyond the Lights, which is a Netflix show, he showed everything. Looking at him from high school, I've watched him since that point, and just, he did get injured in the show, which I, that was his senior year which he initially committed to Georgia. But looking at, looking at the way he played from high school, he was already playing like a, like a D1 college quarterback in high school. Like he was, he was already, he was out of his league back then. Like he was already above and beyond the game. So for a quarterback who has been playing this good since his first day, since his early years, and for him to be doubted at this point in time, and for him, for his draft, his draft stock to be going back and forth right now, it's actually very confusing. As much, you know, but I said that to say this, though. It's, it's, it's kind of funny because as much as I do want, um, I definitely do want Justin Fuse to get drafted. I, to, to get drafted second overall, or you know, the, to be the second quarterback to get off the board, I don't want him to go to the Jets. I don't want him to go to the Jets. Because the Jets, if you look at everybody who has gone to the Jets recently, the career kind of just starts going downhill. Like, it's, 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 no, it's, no, it's no surprise to, to see that happening. I don't, I, don't, I don't want that to happen to him. I don't, want, I don't want him to go to the Jets and just be there for show and, you know, Try his best to get this, to get the team to where they need to be, and his career just keeps dwindling down. I mean, we we see, um, we we've seen quarterbacks go go there. Sam Sam Donald actually went there, and we saw him, we saw him try to revive this team as much as possible. It didn't work out. It didn't happen. He never got the team back. Now Sam Donald is is not. He he came into he came from USC into the NFL, being one of the favorite quarterbacks. You know, to dominate the league, now Sam Donald is is looked looked at one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, and it, I mean it's 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 no shock because right now the Jets are not a good team. They're not they're not an impressive team. They 
have kind of have a history of ruining people's careers. Obviously not on purpose, but at the end of the day, when when they do come back, when people go to the Jets, it just seems like the career is not it's not there. There's 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 almost nothing that they can do, no matter how good you are. Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams left the Jets after years of trying to help this team get back to, the, to to where they are. After years of trying and trying and trying to help the Jets, you know, come back, do the things that they do. It, it, it never happened. It, it never happened. So right now, I, I definitely don't want him. I definitely don't want him to go to the Jets. Uh, that's 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 the last that's the last team I actually want him to go to. So I'm not very. I'm not really upset about like as much as I'm upset about him not getting drafted as early as he he should be getting drafted. I'm not necessarily too mad because at the end of the day, he's not gonna go to the Jets right now. He's looking to go to the Falcons. If he can go to the Falcons, put up with people like Julio Jones, play the game of football with Julio Jones, and Right now, we also, uh, the Jets receiving squad is looking really good. We have Todd Gurley in the backfield. He's a, he's, he's a pretty good receiving back. If they can put up, if he can put up talent with people like this, this year, I would be very much excited to see, um, to see exactly what he can do in the league because he is, he is a, he's a talented guy. And I, I don't want anything to stop him from the greatness that literally awaits him in, in the near future with his talent, with his leadership and everything. And going, like I said, going to the Falcons, he had people like Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley ready to take on his talent. So I'm really excited to see that. And just going back, just like I said, I don't want him to see good. I don't want to see him go to the Jets. We saw what the Jets did to Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell was one of was one of the best running backs in the league and went to the Jets and it just went downhill. I don't want to see that happen to him. But one more thing I do, two more things I do want to address before this episode is over. One the Cowboys need to draft Patrick Certain. Please, I'm begging. I'm begging you, Jerry Jones. I know, I know it seems it seems so amazing. You want to get Kyle Pitts. I know he's a great tight end. He's fast. He has the talent to do what we need him to do. But please, we need a defense terribly. We have receivers. We need a defense. Yes, we can get a better tight end, but we need a defense. We need defensive backs specifically more than we need tight ends right now. Please draft Patrick Sarton. He's, personally, I think he's probably the best defensive prospect in that draft. He needs to be drafted by the Cowboys. Please draft him. That is who I think we should draft. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, look at, look at him. Look at the way he plays a game of football. Why, why would you not draft him? Why, why would you want to draft anyone else? At least, or at least, if you do not draft Patrick Sarton, at least draft J.C. Horn. One of the two. I'll be fine with one of the two. But do not draft Kyle Pitts. As much as I want to see him in Cowboys uniform, he's talented. He's obviously by far the best tight end prospect in the draft. But please, draft a a defensive back. Last thing I want to address is I'm very much excited about the new rules of the NFL. They're relaxing the jersey numbers. I can't wait to see what players in the league decides to go back to the old college numbers. Out of all of them, I really want to see Derrick Henry in number two. I gladly want to see that. I really wished they relaxed it also as well for defensive ends all the way to like single digits because I would want to see 
I would I'd want to see Chase Young in number two. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But I do want to see Derrick Henry in number two. Seeing Zeke in number 15 would be nice as well. There's other people I do want to see change their numbers, but there's also people I don't want to change their numbers. Odell Beckham, please don't change your number. 13 has done so much. Alvin Kamara, 6 look good on you, but 41 looks better. I don't want you to change your number either. So many people I don't want to change your numbers. It would be nice to see C.D. Lamb in number 2, but I already agree with the 88, man. Stay with 88. But it would be nice to see what draft, you know, what draft prospects get into the draft this year and see who keeps their college numbers. Definitely want, I definitely want um, Jamar Chase to keep number one. If Jamar Chase gets drafted to a team that has number one available, keep number one for good. For the rest of your NFL career, the rest of your football career, keep number one. Jamar Chase, I want you to keep number one, but hey, who am I to come up with these decisions? With that being said, guys, thank y'all so much for watching today's episode. Y'all make sure to go check out my, my past few episodes about March Madness. Y'all will definitely enjoy it. I have episodes coming up. I will definitely be addressing my favorite defensive prospects in the NFL draft pretty soon before the NFL draft hits. But y'all let me know who your draft favorites are and let me know what y'all think about the defensive prospects in the draft. With that being said, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment. And if you have any debate topics, hit me up, DM me, comment below, whatever you need to do. With that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in. Peace out.